you guys. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. I hope you're having an incredible start to your week or whenever you're listening to this. I'm actually kind of intrigued. Like, when do you guys listen to podcasts the most? What is the day where you play your podcast? Because for me, I'm constantly listening to podcasts, whether I was just listening to one right before this. I am always playing a podcast in the background. It just, I feel like I have company with me. And whenever I'm alone in the house, it feels way less lonely. It feels like I'm just FaceTiming a friend and listening to someone. I wonder whether you guys have like a specific day or a time where you play your podcasts. So let me know. I'm recording this on a Friday and I'm excited for the weekend. A weekend is like a mini summer, like the mini summer of the week. That's how I view it. I like to take it easy. Any rules I have during the week, they are off during the weekend. I usually journal during the week, but in the weekends, I'm like, I'm not journaling. I'm not doing anything. I'm not really working out. It's just time for me to reset and, you know, take some time off, do what I want to do, you order takeout. While discipline is very important and the benefits are incredible and sticking to a routine is amazing, I feel like it is very important to take a break. It's important to just not do anything for the weekend, reset, take your time off, being on the whole entire time. It gets tiring, you guys. It's not realistic. It's just not. I'm all about wellness and health and taking your supplements and living your best life. But I do believe you need to take some time off. And for me, that is my mini summers. This is what I've renamed my weekends from now on. There's just no rules. Zero rules. The only rule of the weekend is I just have to have some Chinese food. I love Chinese and I usually have it with my husband every single Sunday. It's like our tradition and I'm going to see my sister tomorrow, which is very exciting. My crazy Friday plans are I'm just going to literally put on my PJs and my nose tape and go to my best friend's house and watch movies. I used to get crazy FOMO. FOMO was a huge part of my life. Whenever I, I would even see my friends going out to dinner and I'd be like, fuck, I wish I was there. But I literally do not get FOMO anymore. It's the craziest thing. I'm like, I'm not missing out on anything. And I do believe it's a lot to do with the inner work I've done with myself and putting things in perspective. You know, when you're young, you just get FOMO all the time. As you get older, I feel like you really don't. And I'm at a stage where I do not get FOMO. It can make me go out, especially if it's raining. Forget about it. I'm at home. I am not moving if it's raining. And it's weird because I live in London and it's raining literally all the time. But that goes to show I'm very affected by the weather. I'm very affected by winter and cold and getting dark early. I get seasonal depression, I think. And you're wondering, why do you live in London? Um, I have no idea. But my mom always told me, if you can't find the sunshine, you have to be the sunshine. So that is the moral of the story. Be the sunshine. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking about plastic surgery. And I truly feel this is the most requested topic I've ever gotten. And it is most definitely a controversial one. So let's get straight to it. I'm a true believer that if we don't like something about ourselves, we shouldn't just accept that. We shouldn't just say it's whatever let's move past it and i just want to make a disclaimer that i'm fully aware that it's not something everyone can do it's not something everybody has access to do i'm fully fully aware it is something that costs a lot of money and it is most definitely a privilege but the main thing when it comes to plastic surgery or changing anything that has to do with your appearance is it has to come from a place of love you have to reach a place where you accept yourself for exactly who you are you love yourself with every single one of your features truly really and 
deeply love yourself. Any changes you make after that point that you've established that you love yourself, you've done the work with yourself, comes from a place where you feel 100% secure and you're like, oh, you know, actually I could change that. I could tweak like my nose or my chin. There's nothing wrong with wanting to enhance or like alter a tiny thing in yourself that could use some help. I am a believer that it's 100% okay doing a little tweaking here and there, but it is extremely important that it comes from a place of love, that it comes from a place of self-love and all the self-discovery has been done. You have to do a lot of research, not something that is an irrational thing where you just thought, you know what? I want to do my lips. I want to do my nose or whatever. And you just go and do it. Be rational. Think it through and sit on it for a few months or years even and do a lot of research. Research your doctors, research the side effects, research anything that can come out of this. It is something that you need to think through. I decided to get my nose done, but it came from a place of self-love. I was in an incredible place with myself and loving myself and getting something tweaked just added to that. Because look, I am human. Humans were critical, especially when it comes to ourselves. And not gonna lie, like I'm in a difficult, weird situation. I went from, you know, being someone that takes pictures with my friends and sometimes I get dressed and take nice pictures for my Instagram for my 10 people that used to follow me. And now I look at my face every single day. Do I get upset or sad or distraught over a bad photo or if I don't look good in a video? Absolutely not. Most of my TikToks, I'm not wearing any makeup and they are not filtered or smooth. I'm just saying I look at myself a lot, whether I like it or not. It's part of the contract. It's part of the job. And I do feel there's a little bit of an added responsibility when I know there's young girls looking up to me and I don't owe anything to anyone, but... I want to be 100% transparent. I always want to be honest, take you along with any crazy journey I go through life. If I help one person, then, you know, my job is done. Take celebrities, for an example. Celebrities lie about getting stuff done all the time, but the truth is they don't owe us anything. Nobody owes us anything. They can do whatever they want. They don't need to talk about this with us. They don't have to talk about anything they don't want to talk about. I just don't have an issue giving you guys advice and telling you my experience. Not gonna lie, it is an extreme vulnerable thing to do. Suddenly you get everyone's opinion on it. We're all on this earth doing this human experience thing and why hide anything? Why not show everything and be vulnerable sometimes? I'm extremely grateful to have a platform where I can share those things that maybe other people wouldn't share. There's a negative side of getting work done and there's a positive side. I did a lot of self-work and healing and loving myself and it truly came from a place of me loving myself and accepting myself as is and then thinking, oh, I could tweak that. So I did. Did a lot of research and searched for so many months and sat with it for a year. I was blessed to be able to afford something like that. If you're thinking of getting any work done, if you're thinking of getting your nose done, breast augmentation, any sort of surgery, I want you to ask yourself, am I doing this to make myself happier? Because I am here to tell you a procedure, a surgery is not going to make you happy. It's never going to bring you the happiness you're searching. It is way, way deeper than that. Getting work done is not going to make you love yourself. It's not going to make you more confident. Okay, maybe it's going to make you, what, 5% more confident? Sometimes, I promise you, it's not going to change the way that you view yourself. My therapist tells me this all the time. You can't control how other people view you. The only thing you can control is 
is how you view yourself. If you tell yourself you're not enough, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to love yourself if you change your nose or your butt gets bigger or your boobs are more defined. Self-love and confidence comes from within. It comes from your soul. When you walk into the room, every single head turns and looks at you, not because you're wearing a Kelly and you're wearing Aquazura heels. It's because of your heart. It's because of your confidence shining through your soul. And that's the mistake people make. That is the mistake that people get wrapped into and they become addicted to plastic surgery. They believe that because they're getting work done, it's going to bring them happiness. They believe it's going to bring them some sort of newfound confidence and views in life. Everyone is going to love them, but that is not the case. Surgery, plastic surgery is not going to bring you any of that. All those magical, incredible things that you think plastic surgery is going to bring you, I'm sorry to tell you that it's just not going to happen. Body dysmorphia is 100% a real thing. I've struggled with it. I'm sure a lot of you listening have also struggled with it. I, I hope not. But, you know, you fixate over that one feature that you think doesn't look good or every single time you look at yourself in the mirror it looks different and you don't even know what you look like getting plastic surgery isn't gonna fix body dysmorphia you're still gonna look exactly the way you think you look because it's all in your head another trap that i see a lot of people falling into is they want to look like someone else i got this question when i showed my new nose and a lot of you guys asked oh what photo did you show to your surgeon because it looks really good and i responded that i didn't show any photos i didn't want to bring Kim Kardashian's nose or Cindy Kimberly's nose because that nose suits them. That is their nose. It won't look good on my face. I told my doctor, just do what you think would suit my face and my features. I don't want to look like anyone else. I still want to look like myself, but just a little bit better. I find that certain people that want to look exactly like Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, Madison Beer, they show the photos to the surgeons. They're running away from something way bigger than their appearance. They're running away from themselves. You hear a lot of people saying, oh, you know, I see a lot of people getting their nose is done and they all look the same or getting their butts done and their butts all look the same and we're morphing into this place where everyone looks like each other but I think it's incredibly cool looking like yourself even if you want to tweak something you 100% should do it but looking like yourself is is amazing no one should want to look like anyone else so if you are bringing a photo to your surgeon and you want to look like someone else I really do suggest you do some inner work and you really want to think it through and see if you're doing it for the right reasons it's very important because plastic surgery sometimes is reversible but a lot of the time it's not so it's something that you should definitely think through also if you're a mom and you have kids i also suggest maybe having a conversation with them if you're thinking of getting something done because they don't have the proper brain capacity if they're really really young to understand the reasons why you're doing it and how it's going to affect them seeing their mom change her appearance i remember my first encounter with plastic surgery was when i was at the beach and one of our family friends got a breast augmentation and I overheard my mom being like oh yeah she got her breast on she looks amazing etc and I was like why I just I couldn't wrap my hand around it it was just like I didn't even think that was a possible thing. So if you are a mom, I do suggest maybe having a conversation with your kids because you definitely don't want it to have a negative effect when it comes to the way they perceive and view you. It is a very tricky subject and it's very personal and it depends from person to person and how they view life. 
but I feel like I have a responsibility and I want to be transparent. I don't want to add to any unrealistic beauty standards. I don't want any girl waking up and being like, oh, why does my nose not look like Anastasia's nose? You know what I mean? We look at celebrities and we look at how amazing they are and we're like, why? Why don't I look like that? And when we do find out, oh, you know, even the most beautiful woman in the world, the most stunning model has had work done. It's almost comforting. It almost makes us feel like, okay, well, even they, they're not born like that. They don't look like that. That's why I feel like it's important to shine some light into that very taboo topic and start talking about it and being open about it. But I wanted to come from a place of love. Let people do whatever they want at the end of the day. Let people do what they want, whether they're the most famous influencer or famous celebrity to, you know, your neighbor. Who cares? It's their life. I don't care. You're younger, you're always thinking who likes you and who doesn't, but in reality, nobody cares. <laughs> I see so many influencers all the time spending so much of their free time combating whether someone likes them or not or reading negative comments. Negativity has two effects. The first, it makes people sad. And the second, it makes you obsessed. You start becoming this crazy day trader of who hates you and who doesn't hate you. Spend all this time wondering if people like them or not. I just think it's not the best way to spend your time. I'm just not sure it is. Nobody hates you. They either like you or they don't care. Social media is just too superficial of a platform in order to conduct and send someone true negativity. Nobody hates you. Something I wish I could tell my 15-year-old, 20-year-old self. Nobody hates you. They just don't care. And what an incredible feeling that is. Berating almost. If the idea of someone not liking you or making sure everybody likes you, stopping you from doing what you want to do or changing yourself, I'm here to tell you to just do it. Trying to constantly ingratiate yourself with your group of friends, family, work environment, Instagram, it's never going to work. Going back to what I mentioned before that if someone close to you is telling you to get something done, oh, you should get a breast augmentation, you'd look hotter, this, that. Don't listen to them. They can't see you the way you see yourself and you can only control the way you see yourself. Or even if they tell you don't do something. I had a lot of people around me telling me, I don't want you to do this surgery. I don't want you to get your nose done. Please, please, please. I just wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. I can't control how they see me, but I can sure control the way I look at myself in the mirror every day. It's you versus you. I definitely don't want this episode to make you feel like you absolutely need to do something or you don't. It is 100% up to you. You is a judgment-free zone where we love everyone and you can do whatever you want. My only wish is that you think it through. No matter what, you think everything through really well and you do your research and let it sit with you for a while. I feel like that was a very long rant, but I just wanted to be very open and candid and just tell you how I felt about the topic because I know a lot of young girls are listening. I'm telling you what I wish I was told by someone when I was younger. This is where I want to insert the fact that I am indeed only 25 because I get a lot of comments saying that I look 30 but I am 25 okay. I also got some questions regarding my rhinoplasty and I wanted to answer them. In case you're thinking about getting it and you have some questions or you're scared, I'm here to give you all the tea. Number one is did it hurt? Actually it did not hurt one bit. There was zero pain. Honestly I can't think of one time where I had any sort of pain. What I will say though it is incredibly uncomfortable. The first 
next two nights, it's mostly discomfort. It is not pain at all. So if you're worried about pain or you're nervous about it, it's not going to hurt. I'm being honest. I think it won't depending on your doctor, but it didn't hurt in my case, but it is very uncomfortable. So for the first 48 hours, they insert something that looks like a tampon in both of your nostrils and it is there. It's called packing and is there to protect your nose and absorb any fluids. But because of it, you can't really drink water, even though you should be drinking water. But every time I try to drink water, my ears would pop. So I couldn't drink water without being in pain. And then I couldn't really sleep because obviously you can't breathe. You have to sleep with your mouth open. I was really scared. I didn't want to keep my husband up all night. I didn't want to snore. So sleeping is definitely uncomfortable. And I bought one of those pillows on Amazon that are like back pillows, which helped tremendously and it was really good to keeping my back up so also if you're used to sleeping on your tummy you're going to be uncomfortable I always sleep on my back so it was easy in that regard but sleeping was the most challenging part of the whole thing I am a big foodie as well I love to eat so I couldn't really taste anything we ordered Chinese which is my favorite food couldn't really taste it which was a bit of a bummer but whatever it was mainly uncomfortable the first two days were really uncomfortable after that I removed my packing and life started to get better again. I was fully moving and doing stuff and walking. I didn't care if anyone saw me. I just put on a mask and called it a day. It's it's no biggie, especially now we live in a time where you can wear a face mask and nobody will question it. So take advantage of that if you are getting your nose done and you can just walk out and do whatever you want. But also this is a time to really take it slow and recover. And for me, the best part was just chilling in bed and watching movies, which I haven't really done in a while, which was really nice. So the recovery, other than the first two nights, which I'm going to be honest, were really, really bad, was okay. It was easy. It's just a lot of downtime. So make sure you have things to do and fill it and content to watch. I watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because it is the best show ever. I'm so sad that this season is ending. The next question, which I feel like I kind of answered, is how is your recovery? My recovery was great. It was a lot of downtime, a lot of nothing to do, but you can go on walks. You can go on short walks without getting your heart rate up, so make sure you do that. I painted a little bit and cooked and chilled and tidied the house because that takes hours. Why weren't you crazy bruised? I looked crazy the first few weeks. I didn't show you. I actually did. I showed you a little bit of what I looked like after surgery and I was crazy bruised. I didn't post TikToks in that phase, only that small clip because I, I just didn't like looking at myself at that time. You have to come to terms that after you get your nose done, you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and you're not going to recognize what you see because your nose is at the center of your face and it is crazy looking. You have incredible crazy bad bruises under your eyes. Your face is swollen from the surgery and very puffy. So if that's not what you want to see, which was definitely not what I wanted to see, I just didn't really film myself while I was crazy bruised. I started filming, I think, a week after rhinoplasty, which I started looking like a human again. <laughs> Bruising has a lot to do with genes as well because I was watching some vlogs of other girls that got rhinoplasty and they had 10 times the bruises I had. I think it depends on the person. If you bruise easily, you might get more intense 
intense bruises, but I don't bruise that easily. So it was a better situation for me. How did you prepare? A lot of pineapple juice. My doctor told me that pineapple juice helps with bruises and swelling and puffiness. So I was drinking pineapple juice like water a week before my surgery. And after I got my surgery done, I kept drinking pineapple juice for the next week. Like every single day I had a glass. Another thing I did is I purchased my back pillow, as I mentioned before, from Amazon. And it was amazing. I would bring it to the couch if I wanted to watch TV. Or at night, I would bring it... Um, in bed and remove all the other pillows I had and it would help me fall asleep immediately and because you're lifted you won't turn because it prevents you from turning and stuff so it really really helps you with your sleeping and standing up straight because you need to sleep on an incline the first two weeks also mouth spray also helps a lot because you can't really drink water the first 48 hours so it's good to keep your mouth really moisturized also a lot of tea because you can't drink coffee the first week you're not really allowed to um so i got caffeine free probiotic tea which was amazing to start my day with i didn't drink any matcha of course no alcohol or anything like that i still haven't had alcohol since then i had a couple sips of a wine but you're not supposed to for the first month also for the day of the surgery and for maybe the first or two days i would suggest having someone with you that can help you either a friend i had my husband to help me he basically drove me to the hospital and picked me up made sure i'm okay made sure my back is okay make sure i'm fed which was very very sweet so make sure you have someone a friend family a significant other that can help you I feel like I've answered the most frequently asked questions regarding my surgery but if you have more questions please let me know and I'll answer via dms I'm gonna see the full result of the nose in a year which is crazy it's one of the few surgeries where the final result you can really see it in a year you can't really see it the first few months because the nose is very sensitive and it's very very swollen but I'm already very very happy with the result and what I'm seeing at the moment I wanted to look like myself I didn't want to look different I just wanted to tweak it just a little bit. I didn't make last week's mistake. I made my favorite tea and I've been sipping on it this entire time. You know what job I want to do? I want to be the person who writes those little inspirational quotes on tea bags. That must be such a cool job, man. You're just on Pinterest every day looking up cool quotes, saving them in your little folder. And I bet they pay good because it's like a niche job. You don't see people doing it a lot. That's what I want to do. Today's inspirational quote is settling is not an option. And I agree. It is not. Never ever settle. Life is too short and you don't want to be old looking back at your life, having, you know, kids and grandkids and everything and, you know, it's almost over and you're like, fuck, I wish I did this this way or I wish I did that the other way. It's too short. It's long, but it's also short and it's cheesy, but you really do only get this one shot and nothing matters. I'm that annoying person that always tells my friend, we're living on a rock. Nothing matters. I'm off to enjoy my weekend, which is going to be a very wholesome weekend. I'm going to go to Freeze in London, which is an art exhibition with my sister and my husband. And we're just going to look at pretty art, eat good food, and watch some good movies. I still haven't watched Don't Worry Darling. I want to watch it because I've heard good things. Tell me if you like it or not. And let me know what you guys want me to talk about for next week's episode. Have an amazing, incredible rest of your week. Whenever and wherever you're listening this to. I love you.